Hello, and welcome to the Joyful Rebels podcast. We've got Claire and Donna Thomas here, your mother-daughter duo, and this week, talking about how to boost your well-being throughout your day. So what's really important to us and something we talked about last week when we were talking about social media use is this idea that if you're not feeling good, if you notice if something doesn't feel good, then you have the power to shift it. And so something that's important in mom, we talk about this a lot, probably not enough, is that all of us exist, we have a set point, kind of our our baseline of how we're feeling. And sometimes something throws us off and it brings us way lower and we have tools to bring us back. Mm -hmm. Sometimes we're elated, we're joyful, there's great things going on. And in that case, we have the awareness to say, hey, something good is happening now, but also to know that we'll eventually trend back to our set point. So, you know, emotional wellness and awareness, uh, responding instead of reacting. These are these are phrases that we throw around a lot. And we've talked before about wellness tips. We had an episode that talked about how to do a quick mental health reset. Well, today, we're going to also be talking about wellness tips. And these are personal ones, mom, that you and I both use. But we're going to narrow them down to ones that you can use in the morning, in the afternoon, and at night. Because at any point in your day, right, you might be like, ah, I'm not having a great day. I want to have a better day. I want to boost my mood. I need to reduce anxiety right now. So we want to just have these simple, practical tips like in one place. Again, personal ones that we use, but we thought it would be cool to narrow it down. Hey, these are things you can do in the a.m., the afternoon, and the p.m. What do you think, Mom? How is this topic like speaking to you? Yeah. Well, I, you know, we're in it in the in the trenches here, like you guys are too. But I can still look globally at a topic and not always tether it back to what's happening to me personally. So even talking about how to kind of take a look at a general overview of how you're feeling, I can hear it through that, you know, lens or be like, no, morning, noon, and night, what are you doing? I was like, for me, that was a huge eye opener. <laughs> And it's not even about starting new things. What I did with the encouragement of some of the research that we found is like, I'm going to look at exactly what I'm doing and how does it make me feel? Because it's unique to me. And it starts in the morning. So it's not about waiting for something to knock you off your set point. And again, the set point is you know yourself well enough to know like, where are you riding in the middle where you feel pretty good? I love that. And that is a, that is a uh, a gift from looking inside. On, like from doing some of the work, that mm-hmm. is a cool thing to know about yourself. Like this is when I feel like I'm humming on all cylinders. And it doesn't mean, as you said, Claire, that if you go lower or you're going higher, that, you know, that's a bad thing. It's just, you know, that we're going to live kind of in the middle. That's not a bad way to live life. That's actually an amazing way to live because has anybody ever had it where you're just always vibrating super high? It can be exhausting. Or if you don't feel you have tools to to help yourself feel better because external things happen, then life's happening to you. We're in here allowing life to just be what it is. We got an idea of where we are in time and space. And we have practices in place that help us to cope and to celebrate at the same time. So for me, starting in the morning, I realized, and I didn't put two and two together till this. So thanks for finding this particular way to look at this topic. I have a special cup for my coffee. Nobody else can use it. If they do, they're in trouble. I have a special Yeti. And I realized that we purchase good coffee. Like I have one cup. I have one cup 
it's good and I keep it and I wait till I work out and then I have it afterwards. But that for there, it doesn't take long, but that's intentional. Like Mm -hmm. the cup is mine. I will say that for water, for people that are struggling to get water in their day. It's not like any old like thing that you drink out of. You have your cup, get your cup and you will adhere to that behavior way better because now it's personal. So for me, I have my Yeti. It's red. I put my initials on it. <laughs> I, it's not like strangers live in my house. It's not like I'm ever leaving it anywhere because it's mine and it's personal. But also that there's intentional good coffee that's going in there because I'm having one. And that to me is a gift to myself. That is an everyday thing. That's me. In the morning, I've got good coffee in, a, in my cup. That means a lot to me. I like that because when you first said it, I almost giggled because of the simplicity of it. I have a cup that I like to drink out of, but that's what it is. That's what we're talking about. Everyone listening, like you're going to pick these things that are simple and and that you can do it. And mom, I know the cup that you're talking about. (laughs) And you didn't use it. (laughs) (laughs) I think think it was always in use. You were always using it. Um, For me, Something that I do. So I did the same thing as you, mom. I reflected on things that I do that when I actually like zoom in, I'm like, oh yeah, those are things that set me on the right path that. So for the morning, especially it's like, what's something that I do that gives me a little bit of a boost. And for me, you may have heard this as a tip before uh, from somewhere else, but I make my bed. Now, for some of you with like large beds with lots of bedding, maybe that's like a big task and it feels really good and accomplished afterwards. Uh, Me making my bed takes maybe 20 to 30 seconds. So it's not this huge time consuming, like I feel great because I did a lot of effort. I feel good because by just smoothing out my blankets and my pillows, that whole side of my room looks decluttered. So even when I'm walking back and forth, I'm coming in, I'm bringing in laundry, you know, I'm grabbing socks for the four-year-old. Even just when my eyes aren't focused on it, it looks neater. And that for me is so important, you know, as you know, my kids are getting older and I will say in general, there's less of a mess that lives permanently on the ground, but it still exists there. And I'm still the main one that deals with it. So just to do something that's so small that can have such a large return. So 20 seconds to make my bed in the morning or however long it takes you, but then you've done something. Whoa, you've woken up and you've already done something. And it's helped to make your space look a little bit neater. And we talked way back when about the importance of environmental wellness Mm -hmm. and being able to not visually have like clutter in your visual field, what that can do for you. So there's lots of benefits for not that much effort. And, you know, that's the type of tip that I like to do. So that's for my AM. I'm making the bed every morning and I feel like it just gives me that little bit of a mental boost right there in the AM. Hmm. Okay, so we got through the morning, then we get into the afternoon, and I have to share that uh, because we do a podcast, and there's sometimes where I'll slip into maybe I'm supposed to like be kind of an expert here. You know, I'm not. I mean, I'm in it doing it with you. So I thought I'm going to look at what I'm doing and like what would like what would sound good. What am I doing? Like, is there anything that I can add? And I was like, okay, be real. What are you really doing? That you know, like that. I ended up, I landed there in the, that is, has more value than having something that sounds better. So stay with me on that. So the afternoon thing for me, I'm going to be honest, I take a nap. I, I, it's 20 minutes. I set my alarm. And if I can't shut my eyes, I will meditate. 
I will get quiet time where I remove myself. And again, this is where, where you are in, in, in your, your life, what, what particular chapter you're in, if you can carve out that little bit of time and not everybody can do that. I can. And so that's one of the perks of, of being in this life stage is I can do that. And I get, I feel I get this immediate boost. There's a ton of research behind having a power nap. I don't do an hour. I'm not taking it where I'm groggy and you wake up, you're like, oh, it's still light out. That's not the 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 idea. It's it works for toddlers and it works for adults. You take this little time out, I get refreshed. And I get an immediate boost of energy to be able to complete the task and continue on a tempo of how I want to go through the rest of my day. But I take a little time out because I know for me, I need that with the hours that I keep getting up early. And that's just what I need. I'm not, I used to feel kind of badly about it. Like maybe if I felt better, I could just go through. And now I'm mm-hmm. like, no, this is who I am. This is part of my set point. And if it's working and I can take this small amount of time, then I will do it. So some of that was for me to learn not to do what everybody else is doing, but what really did work does work for me. And that's it. I've got a little power nap or a short guided meditation. There's a ton of those. We've got a ton of them on the website. If you don't know what to do for that and you just got like five, 10 minutes, I highly recommend you go do that because they're, that's awesome too. You know, everyone who I know, who I talk to that takes naps, lists that as one of the best things that they do in their day. Mm. Like just such a necessary thing. And and I love how you said, oh, what am I going to pick that like sounds good? Because I, yeah. I suffer from the same thing. Like, oh, we need to sound like we have all our stuff together when, you know, we do not. Um, <laughs> but the thing is, is you know that it's good for you, right? And I think something that's important to hear is like rest isn't earned. And if if you, by doing that short amount of rest, that type of reset is beneficial to you and works for you, like that's what's important there that you're figuring out. So you listening, like that's what's important is you're going to figure out what works for you. And maybe it's some of the tips we say, say today, maybe you have some of your own, but that's what's important is you're trying them on for yourself. For me, for the afternoon, um, it does not involve resting. It involves, mine is more of a way to reduce anxiety. And it kind of has to do with the clutter situation I was talking about um, that lives around my house. But I will set timers to get things done. So when I've talked about habit tracking before, I really do feel like it's important to do things in small chunks. Like that works for me. If I know I have a giant task, I shut down. So I like to do things in smaller chunks. So what I'll do in the afternoon, especially right before I go to pick my kids up from school, is I'll set a timer for 10 minutes and then I'll just walk around and pick up some of the mess or I'll get some of the dishes out of the sink. And it's not super high stressful. I think what's important is there's no end goal. The end goal is to get to 10 minutes. It's not that I turn around and everything is pristine and spotless, but just by taking that time and putting some things back in their place, it does something to reduce that anxiety, right? Again, I think I'm looking around and there's just less clutter in my peripheral when I'm looking around. That helps me. So I know if I approached it as, oh, it's the afternoon, I have to clean my entire house, right? Like I have this free time when two of my kids are at school, I need to get everything done. That's overwhelming. So, Mm -hmm. how do we make it a quick, doable, tip. You set that alarm timer for 10 minutes. Maybe you throw on a podcast or throw on a playlist and you just get through what you can get through. And even if, again, you don't finish a task, whatever that task may be, just by working towards it, you're going to feel better. So Hmm. that is my afternoon tip, 10 minute timer task. That's alliteration. (laughs) 
Woo! It's like schoolhouse rock. Uh, you know, I as you're speaking, I wonder if the secondary benefit is that it helps to even um, lower the volume on any all or nothing or perfectionistic mm-hmm. thinking. You know, and, and again, I'm going to take every opportunity I have to dismantle some of that so that that voice is quieter in my head. And, you know, so they show up in these other ways. Again, the goal is with any distorted thinking or challenges that we have, it's not even to eliminate them. It's just to make them more manageable. Like, come on, you guys, like, let's let's take the small wins and put the value on them. I mean, I say that for myself. I want to make sure that the small wins are really um, interpreted for what they are. And that's big wins because mm-hmm. they continue to accumulate because I, I'm more consistent. So I, my, my brain is shifting on this like basic level that is, you know, uh, it feels better to be in this space than it does with uh, some of the old comfortable ways of thinking. But what it takes is just trying something new and putting some of these, these small things in that work that are unique to us and that don't take an, a, a lot of time. Mm-hmm. So getting through the afternoon, whether it's taking a nap or setting a timer, well, both of them involve a timer because they're short. <laughs> but then we get into the evening. So now what do we do in the evening? Because there's still boost. I don't know about you, but that's usually when you have some discretionary time in the evening, right? Unless you work in the evening. So that's the time I do want to be awake. I do not want to fall asleep on the couch. I, I just don't want to do that. I want to Make sure that I have, I'm awake and I have enough energy to do what I want to do in the evening, to be with the people I want to be with, then to create and go to bed as its own set thing and not just have it all blend together. Then I find I get, I start getting bitter because I'm like, where'd the day go? What happened? Like, I just, I, that doesn't feel good to me. I've learned that. So at nighttime, as I'm winding down, but still alert and awake, that's when I do some stretching. I do some yin stretching. And uh, if you're unfamiliar with that, you know, some yoga poses are very dynamic and they're big and they move. Some are more grounded on the floor where you're getting a deeper stretch. Uh, it, it bypasses some of your muscles and gets right into your tendons and your ligaments, like sitting in half pigeon or sitting with the soles of your feet together and your knees out widely and then folded over and just sitting in there while I'm watching TV <laughs> or listening to TV or having a conversation. I can multitask there because I'm not leaving the space. And what I know from those poses is that they start to prepare my mind and my body for deeper rest. I need them because I strength train all the time. I need them because my nervous system is up and moving so much that I'm, I'm going to counterbalance all of that activity and high energy with an active yet grounded response to help my body understand that instead of having my brain tell my body, now it's time to relax, relax, relax. It doesn't work. (laughs) I'm going to honor that it's all connected and do something to help myself get there. And I'm finding otherwise I don't do the stretches. I just don't. And that's coming from a yoga teacher. I need a reason and a time to do it. And it really isn't more than 10 minutes. That's it. And I feel like I'm getting enough benefit from it. I can agree with you 100% on that one. If I I love to go into a hip opener as I'm watching TV. Yeah. Any type of simple stretch uh, because you're just sitting there. Like how you said, like there, it's not like I have to go roll out my mat and turn down the lights and put on music. No, no. Like I'm doing it as I'm already doing something else. And yeah. I agree with you. If I didn't pair it up like that, I wouldn't do it. And I am also a yoga teacher and I know the benefits of doing it. 
It's like, you know, sometimes it feels like there's not enough hours in the day. Well, hey, if we can have it stack a little bit. Um, so I, I, I love that you're you're still in your downtime, but you're adding an additional benefit that then helps you further down the road as you're going to bed. So it sounds like a a win, win, win in the words of Michael Scott. Um, <laughs> my, so for my PM mood booster, um, I like to think of this idea of like soothing my senses a little bit. So it's another way of like this intentional winding down. And for me, I don't even know what to call it, but I guess I'm going to call it a foot bath. And maybe I've talked about it before, but I, I've never been someone who's taken like l- luxurious baths. And I, don't, I know there's a lot of conversations around like, you know, oh, your bubble bath is your self-care. And then some will say that's not self-care, you know, just taking a bubble bath yeah. and, you know, not even to delve into that. What I like to do because we're talking about little 10 minute, 20 minute tips here is I will just run the bathwater until it's like an inch, like hot, but like an inch and just stick my feet in it. And then I'll either take out my book or sometimes I like to go through, I've mentioned this before, my Google photos does that thing where it makes memories for me. And I love that. Like it puts together a collage of like my kids at all these different ages. I'm like, Oh my gosh, thank you, Google. Like, so 10 minute foot bath. My kids know usually not to bother me, although sometimes they'll ask to join me and then, you know, "Ah, yes. Okay. Yes. This is great. But 10 minutes, my feet feel warm. That's sensory for me. Like I like that. So if you're listening and that you're like, I don't know that I'd like that. Like what is something that you might like that's sensory, but can be a shorter amount of time. And maybe it is the sitting down and just doing some stretches, adding that in for 10 minutes, but it soothes my senses. And mom, I agree with you. It does the same thing. It starts to wind me down wind my body down. And I've been there before when it's my brain going, okay, it's time to go to bed. Let's do it now. Let's go. We're going to bed. And it's like, it doesn't work that way. And, you know, add that. Plus if you're doom scrolling on your phone, like it's not, it's not a good recipe for going to bed. So I would say, yeah, the foot bath is definitely a big one for me. Uh, So for all of you who are listening, what are you going to do? You've got these six tips here for morning, afternoon, and night. Maybe it's a special cup you drink your coffee or your water out of. Maybe you're making the bed in the morning. In the afternoon, what are you going to do? Maybe you take a quick little power nap or find some quiet time or time for meditation. Or maybe you set 10 minutes on a timer and you go for some task, whether you finish it or not. And then finally, PM. You want a mood booster or you want to start to wind down for the day, shift some of your energy. What are you going to do? Maybe you hold a stretch, a yin yoga pose while you're watching TV, or maybe you do something that soothes your senses. Maybe you're sticking your foot in a warm bath for 10 minutes and that helps you wind down. The point of this is, is that it's these small gestures that can be really empowering. And again, if something's not feeling good or you know that you want to change how you're feeling, you have the power to do that. You have the power to make those shifts as long as you're aware. Until next time, Rebels.